Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-1645. That's 800-600-1645. 800-600-1645. So you're looking for seasonal work, huh? Uh, you've come to the right place. Moham. Moham? Uh, it's ham. Actually, it's a Moham. Mo Moham? <laughs> That's what I say after my first helping of ham. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your middle name is Glazed, you got the job. <laughs> Mo Glazed Ham, please. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately not. It's Reginald. Uh, um, Mo Reginald Ham. Uh, well, our, all right, let me just tell you about our operation. Then. Uh, the reindeer antler car decoration business, it really picks up this time of year. Uh, we are actually now projecting it could be a $4.7,000 industry. <laughs> yeah. wow. And, uh, well, judging from your resume, we could use a person with strong leadership skills such as yourself. Uh, I know I've heard of your previous company somewhere before. Does it stand for international services? Uh, Most people just call it ISIS. Uh, But yeah, I'd say it definitely provides international services. Uh, Really important work. Uh, Good organization, great funding. Killer startup. Ooh, oh, it's a startup. Do you you have some tech experience? Uh, Yeah, uh, mostly the Tech 9. Um, but I've worked with the Tech 22 and the Tech 38 as well. Um, I also enjoy working with wiring, timers, uh, vests. Well, well, have you ever worked for a holiday-themed company before? Uh, well, you know, when you love your work, every day is a holiday. Am I right? There's <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, just something about the look on the children's faces. It just makes it all, all worth it. Their terrified screams as they look at the bodies hanging from the trees. Their petrified gasps as they see the heads on pikes. Their tortured gazes as they witness the blood <laughs> running through the streets. Uh, Halloween decor, huh? Oh, you know what? I, I actually think some of those skills can translate to this job. And, you know, 
because I'm the boss with good intentions, it sometimes lets the celebration of the season divert my attention from you know, dangerous risks and appropriate decision-making. Welcome to the team at the Christmas Reindeer Antler Productions. <laughs> this is incredible. I can't believe you fell for that. Uh, thank you so much. Do you have any questions? I mean, um, Well, uh, we're not using real reindeer, right? Because uh, I have experience cutting many things up. I just I can't work with any non-halal meats. Well, let me just say, even though the antlers do look eerily realistic, uh, we actually use 100% felt. <laughs> yes, yeah, I like to say, no actual reindeer were harmed in the production of our car antlers. <laughs> <laughs> but lots of Jews will be. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Quiet down. Quiet down, everybody. Quiet down. Quiet down. As you know, Christmas is right around the corner. <laughs> and because Santa employs all the elves, <laughs> we need all the help we can get, right? Right? So I want you all to welcome the newest addition to our company, Mo Ham. <laughs> Mo, you are going to be working with our star employee, Holly Mistletoe. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh goodness. Uh, oh, yes, I'm. Carry on, as you were, as you were. It's so great to meet you. I'm Holly Mistletoe, a cheerful, hardworking, all American girl who loves Christmas so much. I just refuse to see the negatives in people, such as selfishness, grumpiness, or terrorism. There's nothing more important to. Chris Kringle makes me tingle. <laughs> Chris Kringle, is, is that your male guardian? Or? No, no, silly. It's Santa. Don't be such a Grinch. <laughs> well, you don't be such a queen of the whores then. <laughs> Did you even know that I can see your naked mouth, your indecent trampy neck? Even your wrists are those of a harlot. Here, let me, let me help you here. Just, I mean, really, it's just so uh, trashy. You Americans are just, just, it's really revolting. What? Here we go. Let me just get that a little bit better. Oh, there we go. There, that's... Oh, you're so silly! <laughs> yeah, you're, and you're so dead very soon. <laughs> that is one way to shut a woman up. Oh, name's Leif. Rhymes with rape. That's how most people remember. I doesn't even really rhyme, but uh, okay, I'm, I'm Mo. I'm going to tell you a little bit about myself so that you understand my whole character arc. I'm just a little blue-collar delivery guy. Sure, I'm a bit rough around the edges, and yeah, I'm going to make an off-color joke from time to time. Maybe I'll use a crude nickname, or perhaps I'll steal a female co-worker's phone when they're not looking and, you know, quickly search for nude pictures and then email them to myself. <laughs> But despite the tough exterior, the real reason I do this, I love Christmas and revenge porn. 
Well, I tell you, I, I, I truly respect your disrespect for women. But I look at you and all I see is American greed and obesity. Uh, morbid Christmas obesity is what I see. Uh, I guess what I'm trying to say here is that the main problem that I have is the excess weight. Um, you know, uh, maybe, I got it. I, maybe I'm not explaining it clearly. Uh, doctors recommend certain measures of health to be maintained, um, and you you violate all of them, like all <laughs> of them. I am aware of what you're saying, okay? You're overweight is what no, I, I... I got it. I fact. Got it. Hey, can someone hand me my phone? Ooh, I got it. I got it. I got it. I got it. Hey, you want to take a look at some pics, Mo? Ooh, uh, yeah, I probably shouldn't. <laughs> Is your name Mo or Moesha? <laughs> <laughs> well, normally I would strike you down for calling me a female name, and technically I would be forbidden to look at those pictures. <laughs> but I guess I can indulge in your perversion so that you won't suspect my jihad. <laughs> my jingle jihad. <laughs> you get it? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> Son, can you hear us? It's Dad and Mom. Hi, honey. Hey, Dad. Uh, to be honest, I'm feeling kind of weird calling her Mom. I mean, she's blatantly younger than me. Oh, come on, Mo. She's my third oldest wife. I know, but, I mean, is she even 20 years old? Well, if she is, I got ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> now, what can I help you with, son? Well... I'm having trouble at my new job. I, I just don't really like my coworkers at all. Well, maybe you could buy donuts for everyone one day, sweetie. Or have you tried a company-wide email to introduce yourself? Interesting question. Have you ever tried never speaking again unless spoken to? Oh, I'm so sorry, dear. Oh, that's interesting. One of my good friends used to have a wife, and I'm so sorry, dear, were her exact last words. <laughs> what a coincidence. A true holiday miracle. Son, it's like I always tell you, you have to focus on what's important in this life so that you'll get all the virgins you were promised in the next one. You're right. You're right, Dad. You know, with all the hustle and bustle of the holidays, sometimes you forget the reason for the season. Beheadings. Beheadings, right, yeah. Now, Moe, wouldn't it be better if we could just set an example of how our faith can lead you to real inner peace and maybe, just maybe, show people the light? Interesting that you bring up the light. I'm told that's the last thing you see when you're buried alive. Son, you'll have to forgive your mother this time of year. She's just a useless woman, just like every other time of the year. I know, Dad. It's just, it's been really hard getting into destroying infidels this year. I don't, I don't know why. Uh, here we are, a great family of radical extremists, and even the protocols of the elders of Zion won't cheer me up. It's like Uncle Ben always said. The best way to spread holiday cheer is a severed head for all to fear. Aw, thanks, Dad. I miss you guys. Maybe in a few weeks I'll get back to see both of you. A few weeks? Yeah, you might just be seeing me. What do you
right, well, that's better. Wow. Technical difficulties, but you got uh, an extra dose of the wonderful of... world, according to Stu. And wait a minute. You're not going to know how it ends now. Well, they that can go all... online and, and watch it. on. The... I, I didn't mean to unplug anything. Yeah, we thanks. We appreciate problem. that. Yeah. So much. Sorry. Um, yeah. Can they see the rest of it online? Is it posted? Yes. It's uh, if you go to uh, Blaze and look up Wonderful World of Stu, it's the Christmas Isisicle. I'm Christmas? waiting. Okay, gotcha. Starring Brad. No, it's it's starring Stu and Jeffy and everybody else. He's just else a cog just, in the machine. I am <laughs> simply a, just, it's Stu's world, I'm walking through it. I understand. It's Doc Carey and Brad pinch hitting for Pat, Stu, and Jeffy this week. Thanks so much for joining us. All right, lots of uh, interesting happenings are going on. So you had some breaking news over the last hour or so. Yes. The Russian ambassador to Turkey has been shot killed. Um, this was an interesting rollout as the gunman shot him, and then they eventually shot the gunman as well, and now the ambassador has died. This was in Ankara. Um, this is really interesting because of all of the interweavings of things happening. First of all, you've got Russia, mm-hmm. Russia's involvement in the Middle East and with dealing with ISIS and Turkey's involvement in the whole thing. So what does this mean? It could be something very simple, rogue terrorist. It could right. be a bigger plot. We don't know. No, well, Russia is kind of everywhere, and I don't think we know everywhere that they are. Uh, Yeah, well, I mean, we know they're influencing the election, but I mean, aside from that, we don't know everywhere they are. According to one reporter, the gunman yelled, we die in Aleppo, you die here. Yeah, was was that rogue? Was that wildcat terrorist? Was that just, you know, part of their their big plan? You don't know at this point. We have seen a bunch of reports that says as they get uh, tighter and tighter with the Middle East, Aleppo and other areas that you're going to see more of these attacks outward that they're proposing. ISIS is saying go forth into the rest of the world and commit more terrorist acts outside of the region. Yeah. Remember, part of their power came from controlling that region because they made a lot of money. They were able to fund all these terrorist activities around the globe because of the money they made by controlling huge portions of the Middle East. And they made money off of um, outrageous taxes that they imposed on the citizens after beating them up and torturing them and killing them um, and making some of them their wives. They uh, had some money from oil and other, you know, uh, natural resources that they would send out. Mm -hmm. Um, Then they had money with kidnappings and stuff like this for extortion purposes. But once they lose some of that, they're losing some of their money and ability to do this. So they're spending wisely on terrorism outside the region. There's so much happening. um, And I think it's it's happening kind of behind the scenes sort of stuff. And and, um, there's so many like you were talking about the Web and the weaving, and there's just so much that it's mind-boggling. And there's so many possibilities and so many different uh, parts playing in it all. It's just, uh, I, I get lost in it. <laughs> so, well, yeah, but that's what's happening. So there are people around the globe. In the Middle East, you're waking up going, oh, okay, uh, today's the day they're going to kill me. I mean, right. this is the reality around the globe. In America, we get to wake up to protesters saying, um, maybe I'll go out and protest Donald Trump because I believe right. that the Russians had something to do with his election. Yeah, It's a little bit different there, it's... a little bit different. Well, now they're saying that the ambassador is still alive. He was just wounded. What? The gunman is dead. Well, we, we got reports that the, the ambassador was as well, so they're yeah. saying that the ambassador is still alive now, there too? There are mixed reports at this point, so... Okay. At, at this point, too, it, who knows what's real and what's not? And, I mean, there are so many... What's the whole thing with the fake news everywhere? Fake news. Well, that's the thing about it. you got different levels of fake news. So, so far, the fake news has been um, that you it would be presented by a lot of people like Facebook and others as right. fake news being people like 
me putting out a story that is knowingly false in right. order to influence as part of propaganda. Right. But you know what? The media does this. They they put out stories. Yes. They choose stories, which is propaganda because of their mm-hmm. bias. And then there's actual fake news stories like the uh, Muslim girl in New York who claimed that she was attacked by a group of drunken white men screaming Donald Trump and then tried to take her a job off. And it turns out that that whole story was fake. fake. The right. media did its due diligence in interviewing her and everybody else and getting the story. But the whole thing. So... Fake news has always been around. It has always been around, but with with the social media, it just seems like it's that much easier to access and to put out fake news stories. And it's it, 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 we don't even know what's real anymore. Well, we no. brought this up on Think Tank last week. Fake news. The the National Enquirer has been around since the nineteen yes. twenties. <laughs> And some of the time, they get a story right. 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 No, right. Well, but I would say that even uh, NBC, CBS, ABC, the three big ones for years. Right. Listen, a lot of that was fake news. Well, wasn't Dan Rather busted for oh, That's right. For that reporting was, that was, false? Absolutely. But even prior, I think the reason you're hearing all the claims of fake news, yes, there's a lot of crap out there. But there were always newsletters and all kinds of stuff. Yes. They are trying to regain control of what they lost. There used to be a time when the three big networks, a handful of newspapers, had control of this. And they told you, even though a lot of it was, it was lies. They knew what they were doing. They were manipulating because they wanted certain things to happen based on their agenda. That has always been out there. So now they're pissed off and trying to regain their power because they don't like people having it. So they're Mm going to claim that what you do, what I do, what other people do is fake news. Yes, there's a lot out there. The answer is not government uh, body determining whether or not something is fake news. It's mm-hmm. not uh, Facebook getting together with uh, certain people to fact check because they're all biased as well. They're right. going to be the stalwart. No, the solution is you determining based on your own research who you can trust. That's it. The free market works. This is actually the free market working. Oh, it really, it really is. But That's an interesting take. Right. They don't want the free market to work. They want limited. They want you to only have these choices right here. They want the Walter Cronkite the way it was. Walter Cronkite was incredibly biased. Yeah. Right, mm. right, right. So, but he seems so trustworthy. I think well, that's because he <laughs> talked it was the voice like in the hat. Well, you know, they're, so the old newscasters, the news anchors were generally older men that you could trust. You thought of your grandpa and if you can't trust your grandpa, who can you trust? I didn't think of my grandpa. That would have been really, really, he was not like, okay. that, not like that would be really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I kind of like the older men thing. Sure. I mean, I, we have way too many women in broadcasting as it is. That's, that's, that's just down, the you. jobs of men. That's all that's good. <laughs> all right. So what's happening in the world today of actual news, real news? Uh, the Electoral College is meeting all around the country. Here's yes. how it works. You've got 51 different groups. You've got all 50 states and then Washington, D.C., all getting together, individual groups by state based on what their state rules and regulations are, to go ahead and cast their votes for who they want to be president of the United States. Now, there's all kinds of rules about whether or not they can, you know, vote for somebody else, bound to it. Mm-hmm. There's people that are saying, no, no, you're not supposed to be bound How to it. How do you get to be on the Electoral mm-hmm. College? Do you know? You're picked by the parties. Oh. The parties pick their okay. people at the state level. That's all it is. Okay. So you see the party game played there, too. Wow, that's really interesting. Mm -hmm. So everyone out there, vote for me for electoral college. (laughs) And it is, uh, I mean, these are dyed-in-the-wool people, and they make sure they are going to toe the line with what the party wants. So there's not a whole lot of surprises with that goes. Except for one one, uh, elector here in Texas. He's the one who's kind of gone rogue. ABC interviewed him, and he said that he is not voting for Trump. 
He's a Republican right. elector. He said that's he's the not one that, that like excused himself right. from from the college. Right. right. That's the one. Yeah. And he's getting terrible threats. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, it's not going to matter because it's winner take all in Texas. There's only two states. It's not winner take all. So you would mm-hmm. actually have to flip so many people wow. in multiple states in order to get this to go. And Hillary well, they could do a recount like they did up in the Northeast. And what didn't Trump end up with an extra 27 or 30 yeah. votes? <laughs> yes. In, yeah, in uh, seven million dollars later. Right. I think that was in Pennsylvania, Wisconsin. And in mm-hmm. Michigan, it didn't go their way because they found out there's like an extra six or seven hundred votes in the city of Detroit on uh, more than the number of people who voted. So they say we have X oh number gosh. of votes. Wait a minute. It's higher than the number of people that I actually can't voted. can't stand politics. It is so dirty mm-hmm. at every level, even the local level. Our teeny tiny town, there's dirty politics happening. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just wrong. The little town that I live from that they got uh, nailed multiple times for ballot box stuffing. They got nailed over the years for that stupid little town. Just. It doesn't actually matter. Um, Every town matters, Doc. Every town no, matters. No, town doesn't matter. It's a horrible Just... little place. Really, <laughs> 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 yeah, really, it's pretty bad. So here's the thing that they're missing, though. The people out there that are so upset, and they're actually protesting. There's uh, it all over the country because the Electoral College started voting in some of the early states uh, as of 10 a.m. this morning. The later one, West Coast one, okay. will meet as late as 7 o'clock So they don't tonight. actually get to one place get in a big room and all vote Indivi- together. No, in individual states they can, but not not yeah. all 538 I of them. I always pictured this no. big room where everyone's sitting no. kind of like a... it's still done by state. Okay, yeah. well... Yeah. But the one, the one positive out of all <laughs> no this idea. is more people are paying attention to the process now. Right. This That's has true. actually been a very educational... But I keep because warning, all the rules went out the window. But I keep warning the people that are so worried about a Trump presidency that they're out there protesting and trying to influence the Electoral College. I'm like, OK, let's say you get your wish. Uh-huh. Let's see. And they don't give 270 to Trump. What's going to happen right. if they don't get 270? If nobody gets it, it goes to the House of Representatives. Right. They pick Trump anyway. And there you go. Right. OK, let's say if you manage to get enough for Hillary. Do you think this goes away then? Yeah. Do you think the Republicans, Donald Trump, go, oh, oh the electoral okay. college? Right. Sorry. Okay, bye-bye. We really blew that one. No. Have fun. People <laughs> will lose their ever-loving mind. So you either have a Trump presidency, which this, you're afraid of, or civil war. This entire election, we knew. I mean, there is such an undercurrent of disruption and Bad. dissatisfaction that it didn't matter how the election went or how the electoral college goes. It, it's there are going to be a lot of people unhappy. There's going to still be some rumblings. I mean, it's it's really just a matter of let's try to keep this as civilized and sane as possible during this transition, which I don't know. One of the things I find so funny is one of the arguments they're using to justify to try to entice the electors into voting for Hillary is they said, well, because of this possible ru- Russian influence, which, again, still not 100 percent confirmed right. possible Russian influence, they said, we need to make sure that Donald Trump is in some sort of rogue agent or plant by Russia. We need to make sure. Right. This is their attitude with it, that they're saying we need to be careful. So you had 80 electors sign a petition asking the um, uh, intelligence community to give them the proof they have so they can go over it. Now, this is. <laughs> This is classified information, but they want it. It it doesn't work that way. You don't get access to classified information. But even if they well, did... Well, you can if Hillary gets it for you. Well, yeah, if Hillary does. You just check John Podesta's emails. You'll you get go. all the classified information you want. No, they said uh, even, if, even if they gave it to him, though, what those electors are saying is they deserve mm-hmm. that classified information to make good, reasonable choices on behalf of America. 
But you, the American people, you don't need that. Transparency for you. Nah, you don't need that. Well, and the <sighs> thing is, now, if they did overturn it for, uh, for Hillary, they'd have to find Hillary. Because no one's seen her. Again. She's in the woods. Oh, I know you've got to have a conspiracy behind that. You oh, love conspiracies. So. The, the people up in Chappaqua <laughs> in the woods are looking for her. <laughs> that woman is good at hiding. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Uh, not so much at hiding email. No. 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 Just no. Kind of like. no. Here's the other thing, though. I think it's funny that so many of these electors now and people on the left are challenging the electors. Like you saw the Hollywood people come out with the video and say, go ahead and switch your vote, switch your vote. This is good. They're basing their argument on why electors not only can, but should change their vote and vote for Hillary because of this fear that there was a foreign influence based on the Federalist Papers, number 68, where Alexander Hamilton said, hey, there could be a time when there's a foreign agent mm-hmm. introduced to this. So electors have this responsibility. Now, it's not the Constitution, but it's the Federalist Papers. Right. He's one of the founding fathers. This is what they're using. And here's the laughable part. This is people on the left that have suddenly, in the last six weeks, seen the light about the Constitution <laughs> right, and the Federalist right. Papers. Yeah. Now suddenly they're informed. They're, I well, am so... The Federalist Papers, number 68, says that, and you know, according to the Constitution, <laughs> Article 2... Right, I mean, We've done our this, homework. Right, I know, I'm like, where have you been for the last 20 years when I've been telling you about the Constitution? I, I found this old crinkly yellow paper in the bottom of our drawer, Constitution. I don't... What is this? Shut up. Make your entertaining movies, make your TV shows. I don't go to you for political advice or... Some of them I, um, wrote The West Wing, thank you. They I did. didn't watch that show. They wrote The American President. They know all about government. I did they watch write that in their movie. movies. Yeah. And Neat. if nothing else, God. this has actually brought the left and the right closer and given them a common point of discussion. And that is... The Constitution. Yeah. But okay, you, I'll but, give you that. But how that's, do that's, they that's how the do they talk about? I mean, is it is it bringing it together? Is it bringing left and right together, or is it still pitting one another against each other using the Constitution as that poor little pawn between the divorced parents? Ooh, why did you have to go there? What? So wow. here's what I think happened. I think a bunch of these people, these leftists, are real upset, and they're like, "Damn it, honey, I just can't deal with this. Let's go get a drink and let's go see a Broadway show." What's mm-hmm. what's the big Broadway show? Hamilton. Let's go see Hamilton, okay? <laughs> sure. Who's this Alexander Hamilton guy? Federalist Papers. Hmm. <laughs> I think that's yeah. what happened. That was on their way to moving to Canada. <laughs> on their way out, they're like, we can stay and fight because the Constitution says they learned all about it with Hamilton. That's probably what Actors it was. Actors ruin themselves for for me when they the when they talk. If only there was a Broadway <laughs> musical about Milton Friedman, maybe something like that. Free markets, maybe. Maybe they'd learn something about that. As you well. have a new project. Is that what it is? You're going to write a play. I expect in the coming weeks for them to go, who's this Jesus guy that the right's been telling us about? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. So were the, there were these ten commandments, right? Really fascinating stuff. There's actually stuff. nine that are broken into <laughs> ten, but whatevs. <laughs> All right. It's Doc Carey and Brad Pinch hitting for Pat and Stu today. If you would, please follow us on Twitter. It's at Doc Thompson Show. At? The Blaze Carey. Right? And the, <laughs> the Blaze Brad. <laughs> All right, very good. Please follow us on Twitter. We'll hopefully get some of your tweets coming up as well. Get a quick break in. Back with more. Pat and Steve.
Hey there, it's Doc. Along with Carrie and Brad, in for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll get some of your uh, tweets coming up a little bit later on. We did see the video of the uh, Russian ambassador to Turkey being shot. Does not even look real. That up for you in a couple of minutes, but yeah, so bizarre. So bizarre, really, really bizarre. He's standing at a podium, and the gunman who was hired as a security guard, a guy to protect him, is standing behind him and just pulls the trigger, and you can actually see his shirt puff up his jacket as the bullet comes through. And he falls out of camera sight before because he's standing at a podium wow. and you could just see it puff like this. Yeah. And then the gunman is standing behind him. We're pulling going up on a little video. tirade rant, right? We're pulling up that video. Yeah, we're going to get it in a few minutes. We don't have it yet. But yeah, we'll, we'll check it out. In, in the meantime, uh, we did check and Canada um, is reporting an <laughs> influx of Americans uh, applying for Trump related <laughs> refugee status. The total is up to. 28. 28,000 20, people? No, to, no, 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 just 28. Like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 28. 28. You can count them on my hands and toes. Toes and ears, yeah. One you can borrow flight. some digits. Yeah. Well, the, but those are all like Hollywood celebrity types who swore uh, they were going to. Apparently no. Uh, apparently oh. no. Brian Cranston is staying here. <laughs> okay. Barbara Streisand is staying here. Miley Cyrus is Amy Schumer mm. staying here. No, they're all staying here. Mm. So weird. I would love to know how many people applied for refugee status to Canada when President Obama was in office. Hmm. Well, we had and people have claimed this stuff forever. Yeah. Republican, Democrat, whatever. I get so I tired of it. It's, it's first of all, even if you mean it as a joke, it's not a funny joke right. by itself. It's just not funny. I'm not offended by it. It's just not funny. Right. It wasn't even funny the first time you said it. I mean, see, but, <laughs> but 20 years of this and then they don't do it. And then they're like, well, I was just joking or whatever. You didn't seem like you were joking with the stuff. You're off your rocker. I just want to know what the refugee like, you know, you think of refugees who are escaping um, Cuba or North Korea or, mm -hmm. you know, serious, serious. Um, it shows you how bad Trump is. This shows you how bad they know. They understand. Many it's going to be really the, rough. Really, the death camps and concentration camps that are coming oh my in gosh. Trump is going to be horrible. Yeah, that's no. I know what you mean. You guys have kind of lost your perspective on this thing. Certainly. A little. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. So uh, Donald Trump has said um, he will now. He's ready to, if given the information, accept the the CIA report on Russian hacking. If he's given it and it looks good, he's willing to accept that now. Okay. <laughs> Why? Okay, now here's what my question. I, I back up and and remember when uh, President Obama met with Putin and he whispered the "I can't do anything about it until I get reelected" yes. thing. Yeah. So, which would indicate that okay, maybe Putin was in with the Democrats. Mm -hmm. So now, why would all of a sudden Putin not be in with the Democrats? That's what that's Brad. This is the thing about all of this that I find so frustrating. Once again, I'm the consistent person in the middle going. You guys are both wrong in this. Mm -hmm. You're all right. you're all using this either side to benefit you. Mm -hmm. And right. so that's the reason it's so silly once again to see everybody on the left or the people the Democrats support going, well, this is outrageous. I can't believe you did. But where were you all these other times? Right. Where were you with Israel? Where were you with any of this stuff? Don't you think that other countries um, are better at chess, play a better chess game, think a little more long term than Americans. As far as politics go? Politi well, and yeah, actually, chess. Russians are really Isn't good at it a chess. Russian who is yeah. the best chess player? <laughs> yes. See? But, but they, there is you know, something they to all think of this. Other countries seem to have um, different and better long term strategies than Americans. We're just like, oh, let's get, oh, it's instant okay. gratification. I'm going to go with this right now. I would, I would agree with that statement if you consider shooting people in the head long term planning. 
Because that's, that's what a lot of these countries do. They're like, I'm just going to shoot them. I'm going to kill them. I'm going to. How many people have do, do we, in a pretty obvious way, the American public know that Vladimir Putin likely killed? I mean, the people with the poisonings and oh, whatever. Right, the little right. grain of nuclear but, whatever but, it was. But Putin is playing a long-term strategy. And he's, he's, you know, dealing, I mean, like you said, he was talking with Obama at one point, talking with Trump, and Okay, as thinking, far as international diplomacy yes, goes. Yes, uh, Yeah, well, and we've had reports. This is one of the most fascinating things that I have heard in the last 20 years, is that after the fall of the Soviet Union, and they started getting some of the documentation out uh, from the former... Soviet Union mm-hmm. and the KGB, because they had all of these just piles and piles of documents that became public, right. that some of the documents suggested that the KGB had been seeding the Middle East with anti-American propaganda for decades. Now, if that's true, it certainly plays into the history yes. of America's trouble in the Middle East. America didn't have trouble in the Middle East during World War One back this. Right. Other people did. It's when we refused to give certain groups of people certain lands or whatever, which wasn't our fault. It was England. So who you're stopped. saying before before it was um, before Af- <clears throat> Afghanistan and Russia were at war and the United States came right. in, like before that even. Yes, this would have been Russia just post World War II. Sometime okay. post World War II, Russia started saying, "Hey, America, that's your enemies. Them. Look, they stand okay. with Israel. Look, they created the country of Israel." Gotcha. And we did have promises with. Uh, uh, different groups of people to say, hey, we would help you out, yeah. like the Turks and whoever else. And then England stepped in and said, no, no, you're not going to do that. So it wasn't even our fault. Interesting. But they paint the picture because, as kind of a long-term gain, we would end up fighting them. When did we see trouble with terrorism? What well, Think back, our earliest terrorism in America, the hijackings. Yeah. Think right. about hijackings in the, in the 50s. and well, the, Remember the 50s and 60s ones? I'm not that, that old. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't around <laughs> that then. Culminated as as in, my senior, you may know I more understand. about that. that really, <laughs> but that's when they became really hot, and the big concern, because they became more common, was right. in the 70s, right? Uh-huh. Yep. Then what happened? So we passed these different rules and regulations at airports, and we started screening things better, and right. we started looking at it different ways. Then what happened in the 80s, and then I remember the, uh, what was the uh, the cruise ship that they attacked, the Key Largo? Key Laro. Key Laro, yeah, that's it. Um, and, I mean, they just kept evolving. Mm-hmm. We're fighting them. We end up in wars in Iraq. and Well, as Lord Palmerston once said, nations have no permanent <laughs> friends or allies. They only have permanent interests. I had no idea that was Lord Palmerston, but... Right. I mean, no, I mean that, he's, you can make that argument, of course. That's the reason we see so many changes right now in America, too. Mm-hmm. It's just our interests have changed by virtue of who's running it, right. who's in the White House, who's in Congress. It's, it's certainly all. not for me and you. That's been the problem. You mean the government doesn't care about us? No, they totally care about They you, do Brad. about me, not so much you guys. <laughs> and they only care about me because of the massive funding I do based on my speeding tickets. But that's, oh. uh, that's more of a local level type thing. You know, so you're saying care. it's money. That's it, yes. It's shockingly all about the money. Wow. Yeah. But So Trump Very says sad. if the FBI and CIA can get on the same page, mm-hmm. he's willing to accept their findings. I don't know why this is news. Did anybody right. really think that he was going to say, I would absolutely no. not accept their findings? I think they did. I think a lot of them did think that. Well, it goes back to the, uh, would he consider it a fair election if he lost? Didn't he say that he would not uh, accept the results if he... That he would question it. Or he, would, he, didn't, he didn't confirm or deny that he would accept the results. So that, there was a big hu- He spoke with nebulosity, about, which is a brand new word. There you go. I don't, but I don't think, could, could he have actually said, okay, if they release the reports and FBI and CIA together, nah, 
I don't buy it. I mean, that's just not realistic. They may have, they would have had it's to have some of It's not realistic, spin. but there no. is always, I mean, there, there's a lot that, that is not accepted when you've got just point blank facts put in front of you that, you know, there are plenty of people that say, nah. But more importantly, who looks better without their shirt on, Putin or Trump? I mean, (laughs) he's right behind you, Carrie. Oh, gosh, no, no, no. (laughs) All right, we're going to get a quick break in. It's Doc and Carrie and Brad in for Pat Stu and Jeffy today. Thanks so much for joining us. That was Christmas, and thank you so much for joining us today. You know, when I think Christmas, I think of chestnuts roasting on an open fire, wintry conditions, abortion, a beautiful Christmas tree, eggnog, all the classics. The birth of Christ and abortion. Yeah, go hand in hand, just uh, right there, like one in very sweet sentiment. (laughs) We're uh, we're joking, of course, because Whoopi Goldberg, a member of The View, uh, compared the right to have an abortion to the right to celebrate Christmas. And I'm, I'm trying to give her as much no. credit no. or no. benefit no. of the doubt as I can. No, doesn't deserve any credit or benefit I'm of the doubt. The it's stretch. just no. It just seems pretty <laughs> bizarre. Okay, do you have what she actually said? Uh, what, is, what is it Whoopi said? What I, I wish I could do a good impersonation of her, but I, I can't, so I'm no. not going to even try. Um, what I do with my body is my right. It's, it is not your right to tell me. The same thing is it's... If you believe in Christmas, it's not my right. You know, I grew up and and, you know, kids who didn't go to Catholic school had Christmas and they we never knew what their religions were. But we hung because it was Christmas holiday. Yeah, that means abortions. Are, <laughs> Is that even right. coherent? Uh-huh. No, it's not. That's the reason I'm trying to figure this thing out. Um, OK, what if if she if she meant. Your right to have an abortion is like your right to celebrate Christmas. Don't tell me don't celebrate Christmas. Don't tell me not to have an abortion. Does that no even still no <clears throat> no? It's like, I mean, could you put it under the blanket right in her world? I'm not saying I agree, but your right to go out and have a a drink of alcohol. Your right to drive a car. Your right to put up a Christmas tree. Your right to have an abortion. Your right to eat a sandwich. Whatever it is, these are all just rights. Is that what she? Is going okay, for. so I could see I could see the libertarian party being able to kind of put that forth. Right. I, you know, I I could see where the libertarian party would. I I still don't think that linking the two are the same. But whatevs, putting that aside. If it's on right, but she right. is not a libertarian. Um, no, I will so say this about she Whoopi. would argue she is, that certain rights you don't have. You don't have a right to all of right. the money you make. You don't That's have true. a right. To not pay taxes. You don't have a right to not put into the social structures that we have. So she wouldn't be able to argue that on a rights basis because. You're right. uh, see? Because, no, you're right, because she does not think that of all rights. Well, even if you are going to compare, and this is one of the classic breakdowns, um, I'm, a, I'm pretty libertarian about things right. as far as my beliefs. Do what you want to do. I'll do what I want to do. It's not a freedom from religion, it's a freedom of religion. You worship, I'll worship. We all go about our business, leave each other alone. 
the difference, and this is what so many people miss about abortion. I feel very libertarian about you smoking pot, you being gay. I don't care. The difference, if you're a Christian and you believe that is a life, it's not just for the mother to decide if that child should live. That child has rights. And there's the difference. Okay, so the mother, you have all the right in the world to have an abortion. I absolutely fine. Do what you want to your body. But if you're aborting another life, that life gets to choose as well or should. They have just as much right as you. And there's the breakdown. Right. It, or, you know, you could celebrate Christmas. Well, there's that, too. <laughs> I see. I question whether or not it was even Whoopi Goldberg because I don't that this, that didn't even look like Whoopi anymore. <clears throat> Yeah, I think that is. You know, I will say this about Whoopi, too. Uh, she has been wildly wrong about many things. But in the world of The View, she's one of the more reasonable ones. Frightening. Uh, that is very frightening. I mean, she is. She once in a while will actually get one right. But that's only pointing to how flawed J- Joy Behar wow. is. I mean, because she gets a wrong <laughs> yeah. near She'll, all the time. With I, this I don't ever I don't think I've ever heard Joy say something that <clears throat> is even remotely but I let's understand, though, so many years I now. don't think they've started, and I haven't seen this segment, but I can't imagine at this time of the year they were talking about abortion and Whoopi then used Christmas to say something about abortion. More than likely, they were talking about Christmas, Christmas. and she used the argument about abortion right. to back up her argument about Christmas. I haven't seen it either, but I would... I would Doesn't that make more sense? Absolutely. I would bet money that you're correct. And so, I can bet because it's my right. <laughs> well, in certain states. I'm not sure about Texas. In Nevada, yeah. you're right. Yeah. Uh, this is frustrating to me, too, because your mind would already automatically go there. This is the problem with pro-abortion people like Whoopi Goldberg. They don't believe it's just a woman's right to choose. They mm. believe it should be celebrated. That mm-hmm. even if you're somebody that says, okay, in certain circumstances, albeit rare, you know, I wouldn't want to carry that child if I was raped. If I was a victim, I'll, I mean, they, they, that's the argument they always use, which those are right. cases are very rare. But even in that case, do you think it ought to be something that's like, great, it's abortion day. If it's not, if it can't survive outside the womb, is it allowed? Uh, 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 uh. But that is a, a really flawed argument, because if you think about this, if you are in um, a highly medical state like New York City or something. Right. And you're there and a baby is born at 21, 22 weeks. It actually has a pretty good chance of survival, of viability. Now, if you are. Yes. If you get on an airplane and go to Turkey Mm -hmm. and have this same baby, it does not have a good chance of survival rate if you go into um, labor. So that is even a false argument because viability could be location based. Well, and then you could also right. say, Brad, to your point, then we should stop saving people who get in car accidents because right. they're dying on the street and they can't yeah. live on their own. So stop trying to save them. Right. right. I mean, because That's they can't point. live on their own. That's a good point. Right. I mean, it's. It's not being consistent with the stuff, and that's what frustrates me about it. People like Whoopi Goldberg, they want the abortions legal so they can have abortions to clean up messes that they created, and then they don't want to be shamed. Listen, if you had an abortion and you feel bad about it, I feel horrible for you. It can't be fun to live with that. I'm not saying you should be shamed, but can we stop applauding it and celebrating it? Rather than face their own internal personal shame and guilt about this, they want to justify it, which is standard. That is 
philosophically where we are today. There is no shame. There is no right or wrong. It's very uh, subjective. And um, people aren't shamed by much anymore. No, <laughs> no and that, and that fact, is shameful. It's almost celebrated. Just look at YouTube. Well, no, you're right. You're absolutely right. And the more outrageous, the, the better you'll do. Right. It's all over the place. Oh, it's just maddening again. Welcome to America. Maddening. And the world. <laughs> Quick break. Follow us on Twitter at Doc Thompson Show, at The Blaze Brad, at The Blaze Carry. Yes. Back in a minute.